small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Village in Crisis with me, Neil McDermott, and my old buddy over in Stockholm, Lee Phillips. Hello, Lee. How are you today? I am fantastic. How are you, Neil? Very well. I'm very yeah. well. Yeah. What I love about you and I is that off camera, we just get on so well, don't we? There's never there's never any fallouts between you and me. And we used to get on really well. You think the stress of a world leading podcast is is beginning to get to us? Uh, us would uh, imply a collective, but parts of us. Yeah, perhaps. Mm. Uh, Lee, you know that we've been having, well, I have been fairly constantly requesting the listeners to get in touch. Um, and that's mm. beginning to bear fruit. We've got a whole episode coming up next week about um well on wednesday when the bonus episode drops uh about little sleepy stansted mount fitchit um but in the meantime um we've had a few messages in that i i want to go into um now you're going to like this one uh but not a lot um before i go on do you remember whose catchphrase that was um, You're going to like this, but not a lot. Uh, the little guy, what's his name? With the glasses. Which one? Ronnie Corbett. No. <laughs> well, unless I've got it, unless I've got it wrong, then it's an absolute fuck up. How well, are from in, <laughs> in, in our most recent episode. I'm not going to, I was just wanting to wrote, I'm not going to say that I, I, I'm 100% convinced, but then when the name came to me, and now I've said it out loud, I'm starting, and the more it's marinating, the more I'm convinced it is Ronnie Corbett. Yeah, well, that's what's concerning me, but I think, yeah, I hope I'm research. right, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. So you're going to like this. Hopefully our listeners are at home screaming at their... What should they be screaming? They should be screaming Paul Daniels. <laughs> um, I'm glad you brought this up. But not a lot. <laughs> anyway, so you told us. Was that him? In, was it, was it, it him? Uh, yes. Um, okay. You told us in our most recent episode hmm. that you and your mate James... Um, yeah. had an encounter with Paul Daniels that you're at a bus stop and one of you shouted show us a trick at him and he told you to fuck off <laughs> yeah has James got in touch with you I've had a message from James is this what you're referring um, to now yeah do you want to know is what it, it says it, well I can tell you what he wrote to me <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you what he wrote to me and we'll see how they compare and contrast yeah go okay. on it was Steve Wright not mm. Paul Daniels we saw Paul Daniels drive past the same bus stop in his Bentley with the number plate MAG1C. 
he didn't swear at me or Lee. Lee is besmirching a dead man's name. <laughs> so I, you know, so many no, questions. Can I ask yeah, you the first no. question? Why do you keep first, going? No, clearly uh, time has, um, what's the word, blurred the lines. Mm. Because uh, I don't, oh, the Steve Daniels driving past in the Bentley with a number Bill Daniels. What did I say, Steve? Daniels. Steve Daniels. Yeah. See, I'm getting he was, He's now. the local carpenter. He just come out of the pub. <laughs> Paul Daniels driving past at the same bus stop. Yes, I remember that now. Yeah. Therefore, and I didn't remember it until you just said this, and that wasn't in the text that James sent me. Oh, okay. He wrote, "It was Steve Wright, not Paul Daniels. You fucking muppet. <laughs> you should work for the Daily Mail, son." And then I, I wrote back, "That's magic." <laughs> And then I well, went, was it really Steve Wright? What a uh, see you next Tuesday. He can keep his love songs. And then James, James sent me a picture of Steve Wright, who's bigger than I imagined. I he does carry picture. a bit of timber. Yeah. And he's he's doing this whole black shirt and blue, uh, sorry, black shirt and red tie combo, which I think is probably the worst fashion faux pas ever. Why um, would you have shouted, show us a trick at Steve Wright? Um, no, well, <laughs> no wonder he told you to fuck to yeah. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be, and, and as Paul Daniels uh, drives past. <laughs> no, obviously I didn't. I, I must have said something because he did tell us to fuck off. That, yeah. The person, in, and I'll, I'll admit this now, the person in question, which is now obviously Steve Wright. Yeah. Um, did tell us to fuck off. And we did call the um, the son to tell of this story. But obviously yeah. I didn't sell it too well because I didn't know. You said Steve it was Paul Wright Daniels, was. yeah. Do you, <laughs> yeah. What do you think the most unfortunate thing about Steve Wright is? Do you think it is his black tie, uh, black shirt, red tie combo, or the fact that he shares his name with a prolific prostitute killer? Was there a prolific prostitute killer called Steve Wright? I think there was. Wasn't that the killer in Ipswich, the lorry driver? No, that was um, Peter Sutcliffe. No. Yes, the Yorkshire. Well, that's Ipswich. Ipswich lorry driver. Oh, well, that killer. would have been Ipswich then, would it? That was up no. in Leeds. He was killing. Yeah, he was Steve Wright. Steve Wright. Never heard of him. Life imprisonment for the murder of five women. Um, never heard of that one. When was this? Mm. Uh, the Suff- <laughs> do you, interestingly, do you want to know what his other names are? The Suffolk, Suffolk Strangler or the <laughs> Ipswich Ripper? <laughs> <laughs> you, Ripper's got quite a good ring to it. Yeah. Um, his span of crimes was on 30th of October 2006 to 9th of December 2006. Oh, so he went, he got, he thought, I'm going to do this and really went for it over like, a month and a bit. Well, I studied criminology week. and yeah. um, more of a spree killer. Yeah, so that's not serial killer. killer. Well, there are deeper questions to be asked. If he hadn't been caught, could he have been? But it does sound like the... The um, the quantity of victims in a short period of time 
suggests it was more spree killing, spree. in my opinion. Do you think when he was caught, DJ Steve and I went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Can you think of anybody else that um, has, a bad, has a name that matches up with somebody that's... It's a bit... Uh, I can't think, whatever. Um, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. not. It's quite common. But it could happen to anyone. There's loads of Steve Rice out there. Yeah, yeah. It could happen to anyone. Someone could go out and start murdering indiscriminately and be called Lee Phillips. It could be you. Could be me. Yeah. Um, do you remember the woman we talked about on a previous episode? And I know you do. You said that if she leaves the group, kittens will die. Mm-hmm. I remember her. Well, I explained, didn't I, at the time, that she is a serial deleter of threads. Mm. Um, And I think that's because she's got no inner monologue whatsoever. So she thinks of something, no matter how stupid or pointless it might be, she posts it not only on Facebook, not on her page, but on the village Facebook page. Um, And although she's a serial deleter, I've had a quick look at the posts that she's left on. Um, I've got a few examples for you. Do you want to hear them? Mm, love to. Um, so first example, why doesn't the person delivering the Avon booklet find out first who wants one? Just putting mine in recycling. Why doesn't she have a um, no. No flyers thing on it. No flyers. Uh, yeah. Thing. Although recently I went out. Uh, posting flyers in people's letterboxes and you'd be surprised how many no flyers uh, you had to ignore I had to ignore <laughs> <laughs> and I was and I also realized I only did like half the batch that I got ordered and I realized that doing it at like four and o'clock four o'clock on a sunny afternoon of like a Thursday yeah and the best time to do it it's best to do it when people aren't in their gardens because even I was uh, walking around with my headphones on. <laughs> yeah. In my own little world, listening to, you know, David Bowie. I was posting them through and I had people like shouting at me that they didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to get a good bit of positive PR out there. I think with yeah. the Avon catalogue anyway, you're just supposed to put it back on your doorstep if you don't want it. And then someone comes to pick it up. Yeah, it does, does seem like a sort of bulky little catalogue to be binning every time. I mean, there's yeah. a bit... That person's contributing to um, global warming, I'd say, more than the rest of us. The next one she came up with that's still on there that she hasn't deleted. Um, been to Longleat to see the beautiful koalas. Stayed for Bloom Festival this morning at 6am, but they decided it was too windy higher up. Stayed for what? A Bloom Festival at 6am, but they balloon. decided it was too windy higher up. A hot air balloon. Must be, yeah. But again, this is on the group, like on the village Facebook page. <laughs> I wonder if she realises like how to act, you know, how to work Facebook, or if it's just Put something on her own. Here's the next one. Okay, also waste of money. South Cams sending us a bit of paper telling us postage vote will come to an end, of, come by end of April. Another waste. Hmm. So that's do, the kind do of thing. Do any people respond to it? Do they tell her like, 
get the fuck off the main group. Well, here we go. Yeah. She put up a, a post a couple of days ago with her opinion about something. And I thought she's going to delete this when she gets some feedback, which is her general um, uh, policy on the post she puts on. Uh, so I screenshot as much as I could prior to go out to kids football training. So here we go. It starts with with Debbie Delita. Being up to the new Ben's yard today looks like a fantastic play area for children, but food very expensive and not, in my opinion, very family friendly food or even just normal sandwiches. So if you go with children, I would take a picnic. So if you go with children, I would take a picnic. What's the what's the cost of food up there? Then? Well, this is what it goes on. So I'd never heard of Ben's yard. Um, and I looked it up and it's, Ben's, it's an artisan retail village on the glorious Stuntney estate, offering a collection of 13 boutiques, including a food hall. Um, but it also has a new play area that's been built. Right. Firstly, the words artisan and food hall. Mm. You're putting 20, 25 percent on prices just just there alone yeah i wouldn't be expecting to go to anywhere called artisan and get something cheap no no i totally agree um you already know that debbie and you asked a minute ago yes and you asked a minute ago does anyone ever come on and say look enough of this well someone consistently responds to her but then, unfortunately, the posts are usually taken down. But I did get the screenshots this time. So the first person in was Fiona fucking had enough. And she said, Debbie, they have a very child friendly menu in the restaurant and the normal menu all looks great. They also serve coffee and cakes and soft drinks. So I'm not sure why you'd think it wasn't family friendly. And to recommend to take a picnic to somewhere that makes money on selling food? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> See, where do you stand on taking your own food to places that sell food <laughs> see i think there's blurred lines on this one i don't think there is at all i'm so against it it's not true and I, <laughs> this is i can't believe i'm going to tell this story but i'm going to um, mm. and this there you can use one of your hashtags that you've already used before and it will be very it will warrant it and you'll know what i'm talking about but here we right. go i worked in a uh, sort of food cafe yeah. for a bit and it was around the corner from a big hospital yeah. in Karolinska in Stockholm anyway I was I came out of the office one day and I was like what's that I can smell and I looked around and there's a mum sitting in a corner table with her kid and um, they're eating McDonald's in, in your cafe yeah and uh, I went over and I said to the mum, I said, you can't be having uh, McDonald's in there. And she goes, well, it's my kid. My kid wants McDonald's. <laughs> I'm sure, sure he does, <laughs> but he can't have it. And I said, so could you just please put it away or leave? And then I turned around and the kid had no hair because he was going through chemotherapy and was just taken out of the hospital for the afternoon. Fucking hell. Why didn't they eat McDonald's, though? 
I mean, that is the question. The question still remains. Like, this the is obviously. Day it was, Neil. They packed the McDonald's away and put it underneath the pushchair. I mean, weren't a big kid. Pushchair, fucking early. More of a pram <laughs> than a pushchair. <laughs> no, it was a pushchair. Right. And we're talking probably like, I mean, I think the kid was probably a bit older than, right. than a pushchair warranted, but because the kid was undergrown, underdeveloped, maybe. Due to the and, and weak. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt bad. I felt really bad. Okay. Has that influenced I mean, your opinion on people bringing food to other eateries? Right. When's it acceptable? When's it not acceptable? It's never acceptable. Give me an example where, it, do you know what really, oh, okay, we'll move on to that bit, but give me an example of when, when you think it is acceptable i don't think it's acceptable um but this is where i'm saying the blurred line so there's this artisan thing with these shops they've got a restaurant and food hall but they've got a big climbing frame thing like big child's play area mm. the kind of people that go out there's some people can make a day of going to one of these fucking things can't they like it's literally a slide and a I'm not one of them, and they've never no, been. No, me neither. Me get neither. half an hour out of me. Yeah, and, and I'll be, I'll be committed. I'll be committed for that half an hour. I'll go all in. I'm up and down that side myself. Yeah, not just sitting there watching, playing with my phone. Yeah, but you're but saying I would say the people that go there are—they're the people that would pack food up, aren't they? I mean, I understand the. The, why you said blurred lines I mean not far from us is a really nice um, Scandinavian castle and grounds right. and there's a couple of cafes attached to uh, the main building and I could imagine sitting there on one of the benches having a sandwich I, I can imagine people doing it I would yeah. no. but <clears throat> I can tell you this something that gets my goat more than anything Right, that I fucking yeah. hate is people taking Big Macs, Burger Kings, McDonald's, any fast food of that description onto something like an aeroplane or the train. That really oh. fucks me off. Well, actually, no, onto a train. Why yeah. is it a problem? It fucking stinks. <laughs> On a plane, it's even worse. On a plane, I'd say it's very weird. On a train, I don't. I think that's acceptable. No, no. I might as well fucking cook a curry, warm it up, put it into a thermos, and then pour it into a bowl, and then sit there and open it up and go, oh, what's your problem when people start complaining about the smell of my tikka masala? No, have a sandwich from the little shop, or, or bacon butty that they sell at the station, a McDonald's on, the, on a busy train. That gets in your clothes. Nasty. They sell that at the station as well. That's fucking horrible. Well, I don't know if I'm with you on that. Food shouldn't be allowed on trains like that. Sandwich or a bag of crisps. Yeah, I think that's probably what I'd go for anyway, but I don't think yeah, you can be you're, anti. You're considerate mm. in that instance, not not in general, but... Debbie Delita comes back on, and she says, yeah. Fiona... 
We certainly didn't find that today. And to be fair, I asked and they said they had changed the menu from today. OK, because she'd always found it family friendly. So Fiona fucking had enough said, well, what was on offer that wasn't family friendly? I think that's a fairly reasonable question, don't you? Absolutely. Mm. And she said, hello, Fiona. If you just wanted a simple sandwich, definitely not. We ended up with a scone and cake and was nice in a lovely restaurant. My only other experience as our daughter now older is Burley, where I still meet my sister and they have just built a very similar looking play area, but sell the children's deals. So they get a sandwich, fruit and a drink. I was just commenting as they only changed today. So for those of you who are saying you found it good, you need to go back and see if you still agree. <laughs> I'll just say there is no punctuation in that. Um, I was going to say she sounds like a right retard. <laughs> if she speaks how she writes, what an absolute yeah. div. Uh, Fiona fucking <sighs> happy enough says, but what was in the sandwiches? I need to know whether I can take my children there again. Give me an example. So she's not letting this go, is she? She's a dog with a bone on this one. Um, does she, is she doing this just to prove a point or is she as stupid as... Uh, no, she's Donald doing it to prove a point because she she really has fucking, fucking had enough of this woman, I think, because she does post an awful lot and then delete it post-delete. Um, and I think Fiona fucking had enough is saying, let's have some accountability here. So did she answer what was in the sandwiches? Well, if it's tuna and sweet corn, I can understand. Kids ain't going to want that, are they? No. Um, Katie Kissars comes in because, mm. you know, you get this when someone like Fiona fucking had enough is making a stand. They obviously become the alpha in this conversation, don't they? Mm. And then what you get occasionally are the Katie Kissars of this world. Um she comes in. Fiona, quite a, few, quite a few of my friends have been there with their kids and said it's lovely. I'm looking forward to giving it a try. P.S. Do you know what a normal sandwich is? <laughs> P.S. Do you know what a normal sandwich is? Yeah, because that's something yeah. that uh, Debbie Delita had said. Cheese and ham is normal. Yeah. Just for, just for your information. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she goes about, on. Oh, <laughs> oh, go on. No, I was just going to say a uh, funny story. Uh, a supplier came by the shop last week and left Spanish place, right? So they left a load of sort of tapa stuff. And uh, last night I opened up like the macadamia nuts and the and the chips and everything and poured some carver out for me and my wife. And one of the yeah. things I uh, put in the bowl was a tin of line court tuna. And right. Sarah, my wife, came, came in down and she went, I'd lit candles and everything. And I'd admit that's the bit that stuck out. I could... A, yeah. a glass bowl of <laughs> Why do you put tuna in there? I just, you know, put a couple of little forks in there. We could just try it. Fucking the thing was, she was like, take that away. That There's no fucking hig yet in this. Yeah. So I stood in the kitchen eating it, going, oh, it's lovely, lovely. And about 60 seconds later, I'm on my knees with the worst heartburn I've ever had in my life. <laughs> the sort of heartburn where you would just want to put your hand through your rib cage and rip it out and just go, I give up, I give up. Contemplating a hospital trip. Yeah, it was horrendous. And the whole time Sarah was saying to me, can you do something with this tuna? It's stinking the house out. But I couldn't because I was in so much pain. It's too late and you've eaten half of it. <laughs> no kissy kissy tonight. 
now I had to go wash my hands and uh, twice at, with with aftershave. It reminded me of being a teenage boy. Claire, consider it comes in. She says, are you actually allowed to take food to a place that sells it? Many don't allow this unless it's baby food. And then Nola Hogg, which I don't know what is, Nola Hogg had many problems with mothers sitting all day, taking advantage of the play area for free and not actually spending anything. Hmm. Yeah, that's, we've, we've touched on that, haven't we? I think it, it, eventually what happens is that you have to close it off and charge people to go in there. Yeah, or charge for the car park or something. So you, you're getting them one way or the other. Yeah, you can't you can't have people take, you know. What people don't understand is, oh, why can't we use the play area? Well, because somebody paid for that. Yeah. They're trying to run a business. Yeah, of course they want to give you something nice, the service of entertaining your children or you being yeah. able to entertain your children. But that comes at a cost of some description. Yeah. And if, if that small cost is buying a scone, which seems to be, you know, I haven't heard any bad reviews about it so far. It's just that she wanted a, a normal, normal sandwich. Normal sandwich, yeah. Um, then there's no there's no debate to be had. It's buy something or fuck off. Yeah. Go down the local park and dodge the needles, love. So what you could do with the car park is you could charge everyone, but say if you get a receipt from one of the food establishments, you don't have to pay. What about you can use the car park, say the car park costs a quid, and if you yeah. go and buy something, say a normal sandwich for two quid, yeah. you use that receipt and you get that money back off your food bill at the shop. Yeah, so only that would a work. sandwich only costs you a quid. Everyone's yeah. a winner, baby. I'm here all day, fielding your small business questions. Fiona fucking had enough responds to Claire. She says, I don't think it's acceptable to take your own food to a premises that sells food unless, like you say, it's baby food or if you have severe allergies. <laughs> or cancer. <laughs> or cancer. I, um, My dad used to uh, take, well, he used to take us to the cinema quite a lot when we were kids, me and my brother, and he would always complain about the cost of the hot dogs and the popcorn. Right. So he would, um, see what he says, get around it to a certain degree by refusing to buy drinks. He would take in cans of Coke. Yeah. And we would all have to, me and my brother and my dad, we'd all, he'd go, okay, start coughing. And all three of us would be coughing as he opens up a can of Coke. Of Coke. But it's so obvious what's going on for everybody else because there's three, two kids and a bloke going, <coughs> <coughs> It was always an urban myth, wasn't it, that you couldn't take your own food and stuff into the cinema? But you can. No one's stopping you. No one's searching no, I've been, me back. I've, I've been to a cinema where they've stopped and gone through the bag and said, you really? can't take that in, and I had a can of Coke in there. And I, didn't see, take, I didn't have it with me to drink, actually. I just bought it, and or one of the kids wanted it and then didn't want it, and yeah. we were going to the cinema. And I was like, well, I'm not going to drink it. I had a can. I had a Coke in my hat. Yeah, one, one of your but, big things that make me want to piss about half an hour into the film and then I can't concentrate on the rest of it. Do you need to go to to the toilet before you go and sit down for the film? Yeah, definitely. Like The last thing I do before I go into the cinema, even though I've already been like three times, is go to the toilet, just try and eke out a couple of drops. Yeah, 100%. We went, we went to 
a cinema that has like a VIP, uh, what do you call it, salon. Lounge. And they have, lounge, and they have mm. like um, retractable chairs with uh, where you can order uh, food and drinks from the bar next door to be delivered to you. Right. And in theory, that sounds great. So retractable that, chairs. What? So yeah. you can lean back on these chairs, like yeah, proper yeah, lay down, reclining, like e- easy boys almost. Yeah, reclining. And then you can order like champagne and carver and nuts and olives and yeah and nachos and stuff. The only problem is, and I'll say this as polite as I can, it attracts a certain class of people because it is still quite affordable. Mm. And I don't want to be around that sort of people. And what happens is you're trying to watch this film and you've got some hungry person in front of mm. you constantly ordering stuff. So yeah. the poor person that works there is coming in all hunched over trying to, but they're just disrupting the film. That does sound like an odd way to do cinema. Yeah. So I said, oh, it, it. it was nice to do this, but we won't do it again. Justin Just Interested comes in. Hmm. Where is Ben's yard, please? And Debbie Delita responds, it's near Ely. Even the waitress said we needed to feed back as new menus starting today and certainly not child friendly. There is a breakfast child's menu which finishes at 11am and is £8. Eight quid's nothing. Eight quid for breakfast. I don't think is too unreasonable. And breakfast finishing at 11am seems about right do you think breakfast menu finishing at 11 generous if it finished at 10 i'd be surprised right but also what what i wanted to pick up on here is the first line in that even the waitress said we needed to feed back now when the waitress said that do you think she wanted debbie at the end of her meal to say oh here's our feedback um we didn't think the sandwiches were normal um (laughs) and it's maybe a bit expensive or do you think she wanted her to go home and bad mouth the place on a local facebook page but feedback that they won't see which which option do you reckon she wanted i'd i'd appreciate uh, somebody telling me straight up yeah yeah furthermore if the waitress doesn't give a shit the waitress she's not after anyone's feedback no i got some I, I've, there's, a, there's a couple of really funny but one-star reviews about service I've given in some of these hotshot places in Stockholm. Yeah. Um, I'd say two out of three are probably justified because I was at a sort of point where I didn't give a shit. Uh, even though I'm really proud of the service I like to give. However, I'd say one of them was so unjustified that these two girls... Uh, referred to me as the shy and timid waiter. <laughs> well, they can't have been talking about you. Well, that's what all my work colleagues said, but I was the only person working on the floor that evening, so it was definitely me. Well, were they and in I'm the wrong venue? No, what happened was they were in there having dinner and we were closing at like 11. And right. at quarter past 11, I said, they still, they were just, they were fucking around. Right. right? They were picking at their food and they were taking the piss. So I went over and I said, like, with about half an hour to go, would you like anything else? Taking last orders because we're closing in half an hour. 
yeah. plenty of warning. They knew the time anyway. Yeah, well, maybe we have dessert. Well, you'll have to order it now. We're not finished with our main course. We'll just go out for a cigarette and come back in and think about it. No, you won't. Here's your bill. You'll pay and you'll go. We're closing at 11. So at quarter past 11, I'd slung them out, basically, and took the plates away from them, even though there was still food on there. Yeah. Not the actions of a shy and timid person, I would say. No, I wouldn't have thought so. I'm I'm trying to work (laughs) out where shy and timid comes into this. No, nothing. There's nothing there. What, it was did so you ever bizarre. Get to, what, oh, was it like some kind of shit sarcasm? No, 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 no. It, it was written as in, as in the, the shy and timid waiter um, then like was turned completely rude, something like that. Very odd. Very odd. Fiona fucking had enough comes in. She goes, Debbie, I can only see the old menu online. So just give me an example of a new sandwich menu. What was in them? You obviously remember, as you put a post up on post up about them not being normal sandwiches. Um, and then Wilma Wade in comes in with a screenshot, which unfortunately is blurred of the menu, but says looks child friendly to me. <laughs> <laughs> but some people. Um... Neil, some people will say something, be asked a question, and prefer to talk about something else and not answer the question. Oh, I know that well. Yeah. And I can imagine it becomes very frustrating for people like Fiona had a fuck enough mm. of the world. But... We don't know what's going on in uh, Debbie Delete. Delete his world, yeah. Yeah. I think we need to be considerate about Debbie Delita's, uh feelings in this. I think she's just trying to help everybody. I think she's a pleaser. You think she is? Hmm. I think she's just trying to, like, keep everybody happy. Well, I don't think she's doing a very good job at it. <laughs> um, maybe she needs to self-reflect. And then <laughs> maybe she does. And then maybe she can get back to to the group and let everybody know, hey, I now know what a normal sandwich is. Well, Fiona fucking had enough says, if this is the new menu, the sandwiches look banging and my whole family would eat them. So looking very family friendly to me. <laughs> and then Cynthia shocked came in. And I think, well, I'm interested in your opinion on this, which I can't say that often. But she says, we went there just after it first opened and were shocked at the price of Wagyu steak in the Malloy's Butchers. So the steak, it's Wagyu steak, by the way. Yeah, tell me how much it is and I'll tell you right now whether. So it's A5 Japanese Wagyu. A5 is the classing, right? You can get A1 to A5. And A5 is the best. So sirloin and ribeye, actually, they're both the same mm-hmm. price, £235 per kilogram. 25 that's cheap. Is that in a restaurant to have? No, that's to buy Because then I'm telling you now, most people don't want more than about 100 grams. So normal steak, really, if 250, 300 grams, sirloin okay. or ribeye. 100 grams of 
wagyu, it's like foie gras. It's just fat. Yeah. So delicacy. It's a delicacy. Most people have 50 grams as a starter, or they'll order something, you know, uh, like a tenderloin and have a little bit on the side. So you wouldn't have like a wagyu and chips with fried egg on it and an onion ring (laughs) (laughs) coming out on a sizzler. This is the problem. (laughs) There are still food items out there in the world that people have heard are now hearing about, but still. Uh, ignorant to how they are to to be served to cook and and how to have them and no if somebody served me 300 grams of wagyu done medium (laughs) well with some fucking uh, (laughs) curly fries Mm, i do like (laughs) curly fries some onion rings (laughs) barbecue sauce from mcdonald's (laughs) that they've saved from their last visit i'll be fucking horrified I'd be like, have you won the lottery? Have you got money to burn? What is going on? No. No, 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 no. And also, that's a a decent price. I worked in a restaurant where we sold that, and it was going for £50 for 100 grams. So twice the... More than twice the price of... But that's restaurant price as well. Yeah. Not buying a reasonable price. Okay, so Cynthia's shot needn't have been shot but do you think she's thinking well for a kilogram i'm only i'm only going to feed a family of three she's thinking with that Hmm. and really that's feeding an awful lot of people you don't put a fried egg on top of it no no um anyway what do you think happened next to this thread it got deleted it got deleted Why does she do this? She knows what she's doing. Who do you think started the next post? Debbie delete a lot. No, Fiona fucking had enough. Debbie, did you delete your? Yeah, Debbie, did you delete your last post? (laughs) Did you? Miranda missed out. Comes in. What did I miss? Question mark. (laughs) Kiss. Fiona fucking had enough. Yeah, Fiona fucking had enough. Sandwiches. Got a couple of laughing emojis on that. Miranda missed out. What? Please tell me this screenshots or something. You fucking better believe it, Miranda. <laughs> Got them here. <laughs> Thanks just for listening. Stop subscribing. <laughs> yeah, like and subscribe. <laughs> Katie Kissass comes back. Oh, shame. I was really enjoying learning about what people like in their sandwiches. No, please be my friend. Notice me. Notice me. Please be my friend. <laughs> She may as well have written that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Debbie Deleter takes the bait. Uh, yes, Fiona. Sorry, should have just turned off comments. So she's making out she's deleted this accidentally. Just tried somewhere different to meet daughter, but not the sort of food we like. But others obviously do. So couldn't see the point in comments carry on. And Fiona, it's nice that they're addressing each other now directly. And Fiona says... I understand that, but if it's you that doesn't like what is on offer on the menu, I think it's slightly unfair to say it's not suitable for families or children based on your own personal taste. I always Google the menu of places before I go to make sure there's something I like. If not, I don't go there. It just seems a bit unfair for a business to receive a bad review based solely on knowing you don't like the food they offer, but still choosing to order that food anyway. Very, very 
uh, very good comment. Yeah, because if if someone came into your place and bought a coffee Mm. and then went online and said, don't like coffee, so really didn't enjoy the drink (laughs) I bought from Fred's Deli. (laughs) What did you have? I had a coffee. Isn't it a coffee coffee, shop? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'd be, um, that'd be a shame, wouldn't it? Um, Petra Perception comes in. I felt, she says, Debbie, I felt like you tried to slam a local independent business that was just starting out by saying it wasn't suitable for families and encouraging people to use their facilities free of charge and just take a picnic as it was overpriced by your standards. We need to encourage and celebrate local businesses to help them thrive and survive. Fantastic. Yeah. I would and Fiona fucking now. had enough. Right. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'd love it if everyone just went, you know what, and then just went absolutely batshit crazy on uh, Debbie Dilly a lot and said, you're disgusting. You're a disgusting yeah. person. Because she's done that, hasn't because she? Because Petra trying Perception, to ruin, yeah. Trying to ruin a new a start business. business for no reason other than there weren't any normal sandwiches. Yeah, because I... Well, What's your most, yeah, Petra Perception, what's your motivation for putting that on? Why are you putting that on? Oh, I mean, people, some people just like to hate on other people. She's probably gone in there and seen it and thought to herself, I've always wanted to open a little coffee shop selling Wagyu for 250 quid a kilo. <laughs> um, and somebody else is doing it and it really grinds her gears. So she's she's going to get a kick out of hating. Lee, I found the breakfast, the children's breakfast menu. Go for it. Children's English breakfast, £8. Sausage mm. and smoked back bacon, hash brown, fried egg, baked beans, toast. Sounds lovely. Breakfast bap, £6. Sausage, bacon or egg. Okay, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Mm-hmm. What happens if I go in there and I want a children's breakfast for myself? Good question. What's your take on that? I, If I had a venue and an adult came in and said, oh, I just want a children's breakfast... I think I'd nip that in the bud straight. I don't want people like that coming into my Because <laughs> they'd sit down, wouldn't they? All smug. Oh, well, I'll just tell you. It's on the menu. I identify as a child. Okay. Great. No, sitting no. there in a nappy with a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was just, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you, but when you, yeah, I, I wouldn't want people in nappies sitting in my restaurant either. <laughs> Um, the children's menu is done that way because it's small, smaller portions, yeah. more, less sauce, uh, less funny stuff. Um, you know, you get the point. Yeah. If a person wants to come in and sit with half a plate of food in front of them and pay for it, I don't see that. I mean, if, they're, if I'm, you're running a place that's constantly packed, then you have the right to turn around and go, forget about it, fuck off. But if you're just starting up, I don't see the problem with it. Person wants a little 
little meal. Let's have a little meal. We we were. This is a funny story. We were hiking up in the northern part of Sweden. Right. Me, my dad, and a friend of ours. You know him. Yeah. And we'd done about five days out in uh, the wilderness, and then we we checked into a hotel at the end of it. We've been sleeping in tents, eating you know freeze dried food and porridge and whatnot. Yeah. So sitting in this restaurant and we'd, we'd all been drinking a fair bit as well. And my dad says to me, can I have the uh, spaghetti bolognese? I said, and he's, he's doing his thing where he's then becoming a child. Like you can, I said to him, you can order for yourself. They speak yeah. English. And he goes, oh, yeah, but can I have the spaghetti bolognese? I said, yeah, why wouldn't you be allowed to have the spaghetti bolognese? I'm flicking through the menu going, I can't find it. And he goes, it's, uh, it's on the back. Right. And he goes, and I look, and I mean, that's on the children's menu. What, so I can't have it? I mean, you can have it if you want, Dad. Like, you know, just tell them, you're not very hungry. Can I have the spaghetti bolognese? If they kick up a fuss, order a big one and eat half of it. It don't matter. Yeah. So he goes, well, well so I can't have it because it's a kid's menu. And I'm like, we'll find out when we speak to them, when they come over. So me and our friend, Baz, are sitting yeah. there looking at each other absolutely pissing ourselves because we know what's coming we know that something this is turning into an absolute pancake of a situation so the person comes over and i uh, say in swedish that i want the chicken and chips or whatever baz does the same and then my dad proceeds to say this scusi is possible spaghetti bolognese And we couldn't Where breathe. did he think he was? No, no, wait, we couldn't breathe. We were laughing so hard. And the poor waiter stood there thinking he's done something to deserve this. Yeah. And even my dad's laughing at this point, going, but he's going, what, what, what? And then I had to send the waiter away. I said, I'm really sorry it's not you. Could you just give us a couple of minutes and come back? He must have thought we'd been smoking something. Yeah. He, my dad turned, I turned to my dad and go, what the fuck was that? He went, what, don't speak Swedish? I went, so what? And he went, well, I know a bit of French. <laughs> I was like, you're having a laugh. <laughs> well, it's all European. <laughs> I was just like, I can't believe this. What, so um, his, in the end, he got his spaghetti bolognese. Oh, that's nice. A happy ending in the end. Child's yeah. portion? Yeah, yeah, he got, the, he got, he got what he wanted. <laughs> we didn't want him causing the scene. No. Um, well, guess what happens to this post, though? Gets taken down. Gets taken down. Now, I don't know if it was deleted by Fiona fucking had enough, but I seriously doubt it. Or if the admin has come in and said, come on, let's leave Debbie alone. Let's take this post down. Maybe she could see that people were circling. You know, you've got the Katie Kiss asses of this world that want to jump up. They want to be on the popular side. Yeah. They want to be on the winning team. I think admin got... should be removed from Facebook. I think it should be a bit of a um, Lord of the Flies. Absolute Wild West. Yeah, just an absolute People... shit show of a, an event. Should you be allowed to delete your messages, your threads? I think you should be allowed to delete your messages, your own personal messages, but I don't think you should be allowed to delete threads. So... <laughs> Like, so Debbie delete a lot, just delete in a way. 
Yeah. But then you could sort of read between the lines, literally. Yeah. To work uh, out what she's saying. Work out what she's saying by the responses and answers and questions from other people. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, I think that might happen in um, in a thread we might do next week. I'm down with that. Yeah. Because um, Debbie Deleted features again, as does Clive Crybaby. In the same thread? In the same thread, as does, I think. Hold on, just looking through it. Oh, no, I thought Fiona fucking had enough was in it as well, but I don't think she Sometimes is. I think it needs reminding that this is a, a small village uh, yeah. Facebook page, and therefore the same characters will pop up now and again. They will. And they yeah. have done, and often we've called them different names, but maybe we should really start you now identifying these people. Yeah. Have you read anything by Elmer, Elmore Leonard? No, I haven't. I've read a couple of his books, and like it's the he wrote the Black Delilah and um, uh, whatever I can't remember now. But it's a little I get I'm picking up the same sort of uh, Americana vibe, but in the village, right? They're all sort of wacky characters going around. Yeah, a bit of a glass onion. Yeah, it's a it sitcom all. waiting to happen. Yeah, maybe that's our next move. Yeah, maybe we don't kill each other. <laughs> Well, listeners, it's been a slightly shorter than usual uh, episode, but yeah, that's good. You've got stuff to do. You've got other things to do. You need to um, take this time now, don't you, to think, oh, I know, I'm going to go and email Village in Crisis, uh, villageincrisis at gmail.com and let them know what's going on in my village, in my neck of the woods. I'm going to get in touch with Leo Neil and let them know that the story the other one has just told is absolute bullshit and didn't happen. (laughs) Things like that. Well, the funny thing is, right, what that shows, and I've been accused of bullshitting my stories previously by Mm. you and this this so-called friend of mine, James. Mm. Um, But there's enough truth in that story for for me to be credited with it the only thing that's happened there is time has eroded some of the details and that happens to all of us and it's not intentional still a funny story it just wasn't paul daniels just wasn't paul daniels but then it gave us something also same friend james had been drinking a bit i presume sent me like half a dozen pictures of paul daniels (laughs) <laughs> the other night at like two o'clock in the morning like an absolute psychopath and he and then i said to him something like fuck off yeah. and he went are you all right mate do you need a, do you need a chat and i mean you're the one that's screenshotting pictures of paul daniels sending them to me yeah and i don't know if you remember what paul daniels looked like but he was a weird looking little fucker his head, <laughs> yeah, it was, he was odd... small and yeah. his head was slightly too big for his shoulders right so Could you not imagine that? With he was smirching... together with, wasn't he together with a young'un? Well, Debbie McGee, wasn't they? How old was she compared to him? Age oh, I don't know. I don't know. But there was, was the... a, bit of a... Was it a, f- f- a Bruce Forsyth? I don't know. They were together a long time, weren't they? There was that Mrs. Merton chat show thing, wasn't there, when she said, yeah. so, Debbie, what first attracted you to the multimillionaire Paul Daniels? <laughs> 
so good. Um, I we're going to be doing our recording on Wednesday morning for release yep. on Thursday, and I uh, it releases on Wednesday. Lee. Is it okay? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, paying attention. Um, I have a funny little story about um, a restaurant-related story. Okay. Is Wednesday. that coming out on Wednesday? I'll let you know on Wednesday. I think it's funny. Okay. I'll make a note to ask you about it. Also, so. listeners, you may have seen before we let you go um, that we are there's a, a Twitter and Instagram page called Comedy Podcast Devotees. They're starting like a little World Cup um, thing where... I presume if they enter you into the tournament, you'll be head to head with another um, podcast and then you'll go through and so on and so on and so on. But we need you to go on to Comedy Podcast Devotees socials and nominate us to be in the tournament. And then when we're in, I mean, we, me and Lee are going to have to set up so many different accounts on social media just to be voting <laughs> for us. <laughs> Neil's going to be great ticket, if you did that too. Fucking ticker tape running across the bottom of your screen to be able to go through them all. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you sent me that, and I am uh, I'm excited. I'd love to get on that. I think we would absolutely fucking smash yeah. it. I've been holding back yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. For well, what we won't do is we won't submit this episode. If they ask us to submit an episode, this won't be the one. Which one so far? Something from season one, you're probably going to say when I wasn't there. <laughs> no, I, I, I'd say Peter Popoff. I, I like the Peter Popoff sagas. Uh, I like the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I still like the one where I told the story about picking up dog shit. Oh, yeah. The early, early days. Early days, yeah. Early days, season two. All right. Well, until Wednesday, then, Lee, you mm. have a nice week. I can't wait. Mate, chill out a bit. Relax. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to go and have dinner. Yeah, People me too. People get hangry, you know. Sometimes mm. that happens. What was cool. your excuse? Well, until next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. And um, get voting on Comedy Podcast Devotees for your favourite comedy podcast, as long as it is Village in Crisis. Goodbye, Lee. Yeah. Yes, vote. Vote. Goodbye, Neil. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.